0: This is Brain Diet, episode number 130. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everyone? Welcome to this episode of Brain Diet. I am so grateful that you are here. Thank you for your time. This is episode 130 130 today, and as I was brainstorming What exactly I wanted to share today, I began thinking in the most simple terms, if there was one thing I would want you to know, because in the 130 episodes that have been published with a few bonus episodes somewhere in there, I think there's a lot of information that I have shared and a lot of things that I would hope have been valuable and useful, and I am grateful if that's the case. However, it really got me thinking if there was one thing that I could share with you, if there was one thing I wanted you to know that I I believe would be the most useful to you as a listener, that you could start implementing in your life right now, what would it be? Ironically, the one thing that I came up with, the one thing that I would want you to know that I would want you to really consider and apply is often the most upsetting thing. And I will get into why, so just stay with me. While initially it can often be the most upsetting thing, it will also be the most powerful thing. What I am sharing with you today, the one thing that I would want you to know is one of the more is one of the most powerful tools in creating the life that you want, in becoming the next version of you, in becoming who you want to be instead of stagnating. So the one thing that I want you to know is that you create how you feel with how you think. Every emotion that passes through you each day, which can be hundreds on some days, every one is caused by a thought in your mind. Some thoughts are very subconscious and some are so subconscious that we won't even ever become aware of them and that's okay. But we do have the capability to become aware, to access the thoughts that we are thinking and see how they make us feel when we think them. You see, the world presents you with information. People present you with information, with what they say, with how they behave. Circumstances in general present us with information. This information of what the world is showing us, of what circumstances are, of what people say or do, This information is meaningless until we give it meaning with a thought in our mind. So something can happen and you can observe it and you might feel sad. And if you do, it's because of a thought in your mind. If you feel delighted, it's because of a thought in your mind. If you feel upset, it's because of a thought in your mind. The reason that you feel anything is not because of what's happening outside of you, of what people say or do. It's because of the thoughts you are thinking. It's because of the meaning that you are giving to the information in front of you. Now, like I said, this can be upsetting. And I find that there are two reasons that this might be upsetting for you, two reasons why I see that this is upsetting for some people. So stay with me as we break down these two reasons. The first reason this might be upsetting for you is you might take this, this one thing, as me saying that, oh, because I create how I feel with how I think, I should just never feel negative emotion again. So if I'm feeling negative emotion, you're saying that that's wrong and I shouldn't, that I should just try to be happy all the time. And if I were saying that, that would be upsetting. I wouldn't blame you. (laughs) That's incredibly upsetting to have to think about trying to be happy and positive all of the time. The great news is that that is not what I'm saying. This one thing that I'm sharing with you, that you create how you feel with how you think, what I'm saying is that without a brain to give information meaning, you wouldn't feel emotion. If you didn't have cognitive processing, you wouldn't be able to register information. You wouldn't be able to register what people say or do and give it meaning, We are the ones that give the information outside of us meaning and thus we create an emotional experience. This is why there can be people in a movie theater and everyone can have a different emotional experience of it because they are all having different thoughts about it. Now, in regard to this reason why it might be upsetting, there are many things in life that we want to feel negatively about. There are things in life that we would choose that on purpose, where we would want to be sad or upset or angry or furious or to feel grief or despair. There are moments where we would want to feel that and moments where those negative emotions serve us. Feeling negatively on purpose in this way is healing and cleansing and useful It can drive us to take very useful behaviors depending on the situation. Negative emotion is a really beautiful thing. So let me just make myself clear that because you create how you feel with how you think, that does not mean that you should be thinking thoughts that make you feel positively all the time. This is simply me sharing something with you that can help you feel On purpose, whether it's positive or negative. You being the one that creates how you feel with how you think does not mean that what you're thinking is wrong or that it should be changed. Just because this is true doesn't necessarily mean that you need to do a massive overhaul of your mind. It just means you are the one in charge that gets to decide. This means that if you were to look in your brain, maybe there are a lot of things you would like to overhaul once you start to create that awareness of how you are thinking about the world, how you are thinking about people, about your partner, about your kids, about your body, about your life. When you can start to look at those thoughts, sometimes there's stuff that we find that does make us go, wow, maybe I do want to do a massive overhaul because what I'm finding feels terrible. It's a terrible story. It sounds awful and makes me feel just not great. So maybe that will happen. But there might be things that you find in your mind that don't need to change. There are a lot of things that don't need to change. Just because you're the one that creates it doesn't mean we have to do a massive overhaul. But just knowing that you can, that you can create your emotional experience based on the thoughts that you are thinking, and you don't need the world outside of you to do it for you. You don't need other people to create your emotional experience for you. You get to be the one to do that. You get to be the one, when the scale goes up in the morning, you get to be the one to decide, what do I want to make this mean? What thought do I want to have about this information that the world is presenting to me? What thought do I want to have on purpose that allows me to move forward in the direction that I want to go? When someone makes a comment about your weight, that's a person saying words, what do you want to make that mean? Now, maybe you would want to feel hurt by that. And that's okay. You're the one that gets to decide. That is the beauty. But just because someone does make a comment about your weight doesn't by default mean that you have to be hurt. The information placed before you is a person that makes a comment that says words that has noise coming out of their mouth. That's the information. And it has no meaning. It has no pain. It has no power until you give it meaning with how you think about it. When someone you were counting on doesn't show up, you get to be the one to decide what do I want to make this mean? How do I want to think about this on purpose that allows me to have the emotional experience that I want to have? When someone doesn't follow through, you get to be the one to decide what do I want to take this information and do with it? What do I want to think about it? Because the information that the world presents to you is neutral, Sometimes what can tend to happen is we look at this one thing that I'm sharing with you today, and what we try to do is we take the information and we believe the information is negative, and we try to have a positive thought about what we still believe to be a negative circumstance. But there are no positive or negative circumstances. There is only information that is neutral, meaningless, feelingless. So if you feel like you are trying to be positive about something that feels negative, if someone makes a comment about your weight and that feels negative and you're trying to be positive about it, you are not seeing the true neutrality of the information in front of you. No matter what someone says to you, no matter what the scale says, no matter what someone does or doesn't do, that information is neutral. It is not good or bad and it can't hurt you. It can't be negative until you believe that this information, as neutral as it is, has meaning because of a thought that you attach to it. You are the one in charge. All of this begins and we start to see the power of this. If we get to be the ones to dictate our emotional experience of something, there is power in this. You can feel any way you want just by thinking a thought. I find that what often happens, as has happened with many of my clients, is the power of this is seen as you start to change your thoughts, to look at your thinking and decide to let current thinking go and decide different specific thoughts relative to specific circumstances on purpose. I think that in self-help in the realm of Mental health, there is a lot of this mantra and thoughts to think, and those can be very useful. But what I want for you is to find specific areas in your life, specific circumstances that maybe aren't creating the experience that you want. So for you, if it's the scale, rather than just muttering affirmations that you find online, I want you to identify specifically what is your thought. When you see that number on the scale, whether it's gone up or not or changed or whatever, what is your thought? Instead of just slapping an affirmation on there, I want you to identify where you are. Because if we can identify where you are, that's like point A on a GPS. We know the starting point. So then to get to a different point, point B, C, D, or E, we know where we're starting from. So I highly recommend... Whatever it is in your life that's bothering you, to pay attention to it specifically and the thoughts that you are having in that area. Because when we do this, we start to see the power of our thoughts. We start to see our ability to change the way that we're thinking in specific areas of our life and how it changes our entire experience of the world, of people, of our bodies, all of it. We have so many opportunities to change our thoughts to much more useful thoughts that work more in our favor than our current ones. And once you become experienced at knowing this, at applying this, at at seeing this work in your life, you start to change your thoughts less. And instead, you just start to notice your thoughts and feel your feelings. It becomes less about changing everything and more about just allowing them. I like to think about this introduction to this concept as a massive decluttering of a house. So everything in your house, everything in your brain, we start to take a look at, we examine, do we want to keep this? Do we not? All the things. And we do a massive cleanup. Some stuff we keep, some stuff we don't. And then from there, it's somewhat of a maintenance program where we start to pay attention to everything that comes into our house and then decide before I just let this and something else and something else start to pile up, let's look at these things as they come in and decide on purpose. Do I want to keep them? Are these thoughts, are these possessions in my home, things that I want to have stay here? And some you won't allow into your home. Some you won't allow into your mind. They might try to get in, but you get to be the one to say, nope, that's not coming into our house. Kind of like I do with my kids when they try to bring in like big bugs and dirt and things. I'm like, you stay outside. You will not be coming in looking like that, carrying that thing. This is what we do with our thoughts. As you become experienced then, you become the steward of your mind. You become the one to determine what you will and will not allow. And some thoughts might keep knocking at our door and we might have to really take a look at them and change them versus just allowing them to go on their way. But the whole time, Whether you keep a thought, whether you change it, you are taking ownership over your emotional experience and not believing that you are a victim to it. Which leads me to the second reason that this one thing I would want you to know might be upsetting. When we take responsibility for how we feel as being the ones that create it, we are taking emotional responsibility for our lives. Now, maybe you are already taking emotional responsibility, but if you haven't really internalized this concept before, what we tend to do beforehand is give credit for how we feel to the information outside us. I'm feeling upset because of what my husband didn't do. I'm feeling angry because of what my kids did. I'm feeling hurt because of what my friend said. We blame the people, the things, the events outside of us for how we feel. And this works for us because we get to escape our own responsibility for our lives. If other people, other things, other experiences and events, if those are what cause our emotions, then we don't have any responsibility to rise up to. We can just blame. We can just sit as a victim to the world and not take any responsibility for changing. It's like, oh, well, you know, the reason why my life is what it is is because of everything that's happened to me and all of the people that have done these things. And so I can't do anything right now to change it. This is what we tell ourselves. Notice how terribly sad this would be. If our lives were completely determined by those outside of us, by what people did and did not do, we would have no chance of pursuing goals, of achieving our dreams. But because it's what we're used to, we stay in this space. We like to be a victim so we don't have any responsibility because then we don't have to pursue our dreams and get out of our comfort zone and take that responsibility that can be scary. While it's empowering, it can be incredibly scary. But when you can see that having this responsibility is actually a gift, you can see it means that you are not at the mercy of others, that no matter what has been done to you or what people have said or not said or whatever events you have experienced, that doesn't mean that you are bound and destined to a certain result in your life. Having responsibility means that you're not at the mercy of the scale or of what your body looks like. Because if we just blame our bodies for why we hate ourselves, then it's like, well, I can just blame my body. I'm just a victim to it. I'm such a victim that I was born with this body. But bodies are just information. They're just parts. They're just scientific parts. And what happens is we take those parts and we give them meaning. Like I'm too fat here. I'm too round here. I'm too squishy here. I hate my body. These are the thoughts that we have about the information that is presented to us, about the, the neutral data that is our body. It is a shame to have to live as a victim to the scale, to what your body looks like, to the world, to what other people do, because then you are powerless. When you get to dictate your emotional experience of whatever happens in the world, you get to dictate your life. For example, just about every week, so I, I, I calendar out my life every single week. I love it. It works very well for me. And there are many things in my business that I calendar out every single week to accomplish. Without fail, I sit down as it is time to complete something and I don't want to do it. It's hard. It's uncomfortable. It's pushing me to a point that I don't like. It's making me feel really uncomfortable and kind of agitated like, oh, I don't want to do this. This is going to be too hard. And every week, I see that trying to enter my mental house of, oh, this is too hard. And I say, I see you. It is hard. And we're not going to dwell on this story. I might feel uncomfortable. And if I just were a victim to that and didn't know that I could change that, I would never have been able to create a thriving business. Because I took responsibility for how I felt and chose on purpose what I wanted to feel. It has allowed me to create a business in addition to so much more in my life. Because when those thoughts of like, oh, we can't do this, are knocking on the door and seeming very compelling, I get to be the one to decide. Do I want to let this in my house or no? This is going to be uncomfortable, but what do I want to think on purpose? I want to think I want to help people. I am ready to get more into the world so more people can know how powerful these principles are. And thinking those thoughts overrides this discomfort that is by is happening by default. In addition to that, let's talk about body image. This is one that our brain tends to offer very quick and very fiery opinions. So when my brain wants to talk negatively about me, about my body, about my physical appearance, I will not allow it. If I had known that that was an option, that I could have recognized the thoughts and said, these thoughts are just an optional story and have nothing to do with my body, and I can decide whether or not I want to think them. If I had known that as a teenager, as an early college student, as someone that was newly married, I could have avoided years of self-hatred and self-deprecation for me now to know that when my brain offers me a story about my body about the way I look it has nothing to do with my body it's just my brain offering me some thoughts and saying hey how about these thoughts can we come into the house can we stay for a little while can we make you feel so terrible because I thought it was about my body but really it's not my body is just parts and when my brain wants to throw some fiery opinions about it I'm the one that gets to say you are not allowed here I see that you are very insistent that you want to get in. I'm not going to stand for it. I will not allow this type of talk, these types of thoughts to reside in my mind. For you to utilize this one thing that I want you to know, that you create your thoughts with your feelings. I'm sorry, you create your feelings with your thoughts. We separate out the facts of the world versus the thoughts you are attaching to them. For example, if someone comments on your weight, this is a fact. Someone has said words. This is meaningless. This is painless. This means nothing until you take those words and believe them, give meaning to them, attach something to them that creates an emotional experience. Because if someone said the same comment to you in a different language, you wouldn't have the same emotional experience because you wouldn't have words you understood and could give meaning to though the comment would be the same. You're the one that creates how you feel with how you think. So begin by separating out. What are the facts of this specific situation that I think is bothering me? What are the facts here? And then what are the thoughts that I'm having about it? What am I thinking about this information that the world is presenting me? And what emotion is it creating? And is it an emotion that I want to be feeling on purpose? And the reason that this is important is because how you feel is driving how you're acting. If someone makes a comment and you make it mean they're so rude, like someone comments on your weight and you have this thought, they're so rude, that thought might make you feel hurt. And hurt people close down, give people the cold shoulder, or maybe they even say hurtful things back. And when you act that way, you then become rude as well. So you have one person that says something, and because of a thought that you are having, you are just putting out more rudeness into the world. Because how you are acting is what determines what happens in your life. So how you think and how you feel about the information presented to you is so vitally important because do you want to be a person that puts out more rudeness into the world? Decide on purpose what you do want to put into the world and how you need to think and feel and act to create that. So your job is to consistently separate out the facts versus the thoughts in your life and get specific. If there is something specific in your life that is bothering you, get clear. What are the facts here and what am I making it mean? What am I thinking about these facts? This is where a coach can be extremely helpful because oftentimes we aren't able to see things as clearly. We can't separate things out as clearly, but even without a coach, you have this ability. You can do this and instantly see your power to never be a victim to what someone says again, to never be a victim to the scale ever again. So begin this process and separate out the facts of your life versus the thoughts that you are having about those facts and decide on purpose if you want to keep thinking them and be patient with yourself as you get to know your mind. This is Alone will change your life. Because you have a chance, hundreds of times a day, to think different thoughts if you want to, to create different experiences, different emotions for yourself. And a day that might have, by default, been depressing and angry and frustrating could instantly be the opposite. Again, not to say that it should be, not to say that you should feel happy all the time, but just know that it's possible to change the way you are feeling and you don't need anyone or anything outside of you to change in order for that to happen. That's all I have for you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Are you ready to lose weight, but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. I'll see you soon.